Hello, you wonderful and dear listeners, and welcome to a Christmas special edition of Your Ghost Stories podcast. I hope you're having a delightful festive season, not working too hard or at all for that matter, and you're currently in a food coma full to the brim of picky bits and leftover turkey. Or nut roast, we don't discriminate here. In this episode, I've got nine short stories which were submitted over on Reddit. But before we dig into these spine-tingling tales, I just want to take a moment to let you know that together, with your help, The show has just hit 15,000 downloads, which has absolutely blown my mind. I can't even begin to express my gratitude for each and every single person listening to this show. Thank you so, so much for the support. Taking a look behind the scenes into the show's analytics, I can see that a staggering 80% of you guys that listen on a weekly basis are now following the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Say what? If you're still in that 20%, but enjoy these weekly episodes, do yourselves a solid and hit follow so you never miss another episode. If you're part of the 80% tribe, but haven't yet left a review, it would mean the world and help the show continue to grow so I can keep securing awesome guests to make the show as entertaining as possible for you. Without further ado, let's get into these short stories. This first one is from Fallen0328. My mum and her family grew up in Vietnam, and they had a few stories for me from the old country. One that sticks out the most is from my eldest uncle. My uncle has always told me to never answer unless you can see who's calling your name. He and grandpa used to have to haul a food cart to a local marketplace to sell noodles. It was five miles away from their village, so more often than not, they would spend a few nights at the marketplace next to their usual spot, as would the majority of vendors, apparently. Story goes that late one sweltering tropical summer night, my uncle heard a voice calling his name. He said that the voice sounded strange. He didn't recognize it, so he just didn't answer. Eventually, the voice stopped. A short while later, the voice started calling another name. It was the guy who had a stall just next to their cart spot. The voice called his name again and again. Eventually, he screamed, What? What do you want? Stop calling my name. And the voice stopped and didn't call out again. The next morning, my uncle and grandpa found an unknown guy dead. No marks, no blood, nothing. Just dead. 
Up next, we have a story from user Hey is for Horses. When I was a little kid, we were visiting our family in Sicily. I was just old enough to talk, and it was time for me to have dinner before my family went on a snowmobile ride. My mum tried to get me to walk into the room, but I cried and said, There's a black shadow man in the corner, in the ceiling. And my dog was with us and started barking viciously at the corner. My family left on snowmobiles and my uncle hit a tree and died. Wish my mum would have thought to ask me more questions as I don't remember a thing. Up next, we have a story from user Tova's Fab Mum. In the early 70s, I was around five or six, and my brother was maybe three or four. My mum, dad, and my adult cousin were up most of the night talking softly about my grandfather that had literally just passed away. Our bedrooms were down a long hall at the end of the house, and very early in the morning, my brother comes running into the living room, telling them, Come to my room so you can see the old man. Well, my parents and my cousin were dumbfounded and went with him. Obviously, the room was empty and they asked him to tell them more about what he'd seen. He said an old man came into his room. He was wearing a white suit and hat and he had a suitcase. He said the old man told him he loved him very much and to be a good boy. My brother also said that he left through the window. Now, my grandfather, who was from Cuba, that had just died, he'd just finished packing a bag because he was going to visit someone to another part of the island. He went to his porch, sat down and fell asleep, and just never woke up. I think this happened because my brother was named after my grandfather, and they'd never met. This next story is from Joppa Hop. My adoptive dad's mum died of cancer in the middle of the night. He woke up and instantly knew it was time and went to say goodbye to her. He can't explain how he knew. She didn't call him. He just knew she was about to die and he needed to say goodbye. After this, she actually became somewhat of a bad moment spirit. She would show up when bad things were about to happen. When a family member fell down the ladders once, she popped up like 30 minutes before. My adoptive mum saw her an hour before my adoptive dad had two fingers chopped off. And I saw her a few days before adoptive granddad had a heart attack. He survived, by the way. Up next, this one is from Safe AD4444. Our family had a farm in Enville, UK, and my grandmother used to go up every summer to help with the cows when she was a child. She said that on the bottom field, she often saw men 
walking through the crop field with metal helmets on. They never made it to the other side of the field and just disappeared. The site was a common place for roundhead soldiers during the Civil War. Cool side story. There's evidence to suggest that my family allowed Oliver Cromwell to keep his horses at the farm for a few days at some point, and they hid him and his men in a tunnel that ran between their farm and the next door's farm. It's called Toy's Farm. Interesting history around the area. Another story was her great aunt who lived in the village. She watched and heard a man on horseback come tearing down the road in the snow, ran outside, and there were no tracks at all. Not one. Next up, we have a story from Emmy Lemony. My grandma used to work for a funeral home. She took home unclaimed ashes and would sprinkle them into her plants as fertilizer inside and outside her home. Her boyfriend at the time passed away in her home from a heart attack. My parents and grandma experienced a couple of events throughout a span of a few months after his passing. My mum and grandma were in the kitchen when a vase was knocked off the top of the fridge and smashed to pieces all the way into the living room. They weren't near the fridge at all when this happened. My dad was in one of the bedrooms. They looked on top of the fridge and saw the drag marks in the dust. One of my grandma's boyfriend's hobbies was photography. She still had all of his things in the house, including old school cameras, and they would flash several times in a row and make noise without it being touched. I'm not sure if the camera malfunctioned or not, but my grandma felt like it was him, letting her know he was still there. She said he came to her in a dream, and after that, nothing else strange happened in the house for the remainder of the time she was there, before moving a couple of years later. Up next, we have a story from Vag Flatulence. What a lovely username. My grandparents had a very old brick house way out in the middle of nowhere. When I was 18, I lived with them. My room was always very cold and the coldest in the house by at least 10, 15 degrees. My grandfather would fall asleep in his chair every single night watching the news. I'd be able to hear the TV from my room because it was always pretty loud as he was getting old and couldn't hear well. I fell asleep one night and could hear the TV as usual in the background. Then in my sleep, the TV gets really loud as if my ear is right up to the speaker. Then there's a knock on my wall, a light knock like someone is knocking on the door. While all of this is happening, I wasn't very alarmed because I thought it was just dreaming. Then the knocking turned into pounding. Someone was banging on my wall. 
While this wasn't a particularly scary dream, when I woke up, all the picture frames that were hanging on my wall had fallen down. I told my grandma about this, and she just laughed, saying it was probably my great-grandmother playing a prank on me, because that was her room before she died. Sometimes, in the middle of the night, I'd be walking to the kitchen and could hear little animal footsteps following me, like a little dog, but there'd be nothing there. My grandma called me recently. My old room is her current room now. She said that she'd been napping, and while she was napping, she said my cousin and her little boy came over to visit. Nothing out the usual. She had said the boy was playing on the stairs outside her room, and his mum shushed him and told him, she's sleeping. Then, it got quiet, as if they'd left. My grandma called my cousin after her nap to tell her she's sorry she missed her. Then my cousin told her she wasn't there. There's many stories in our family about this house. It seems everyone has had at least one experience. Next up is a story from Tricky Difference 95. When I was two or three years old, just beginning to talk, I crawled out of my bed in the middle of the night and went to my mum, who was still in the living room. She told me that I asked her, who's the little girl in the hallway? And it immediately scared her. Her cat also scratched and meowed at the wall for a while, and then eventually the back door swung open all by itself. She never experienced anything creepy between me and the cat again. Side note, we also lived maybe an acre away from a historic cemetery. And last but not least, we have a story from Ghoulie Julie 86 Now that is a good username, and I'm not being sarcastic that time. My mum saw her grandfather at the foot of her bed and she figured he must have just died. I remember that day really well. She called my grandma and was yelling at her for not even telling her he was sick. He had just died an hour before. She would do stuff like that, keep things from people. My mum said he said goodbye without talking. My mum also saw a Confederate soldier in Gettysburg at the foot of her bed too. What's interesting is both cases, they would communicate with her without talking. The soldier said, mother. I also had an experience the day before with her there, where we heard battle sounds and guns at 3am super loud. My other family didn't hear anything though. This one is my favourite experience I've had in my life, supernatural wise. The house I live in now, I saw a see-through guy in the yard when I was pulling out weeds. 
I heard him before, he kept saying, Hey, hey lady, hey you. There was no one around, except my boyfriend. But I caught a glimpse of his face, the second time I heard it. It wasn't him. Lips not moving, not his voice. It's the desert, so it's flat. There's no one around. I think it might be a neighbour who died. He called me Lady all the time. I just wonder what they want when they do this. Sometimes I can tell, but I haven't had a family member die yet. I think when I do, I'll understand what they want and have a totally different experience. One more thing that happened to me. I saw a colonial man in full garb in a storefront at 10pm, just knitting one day. It had a total different feel to me, like a rift in time. Something I wasn't supposed to see. He did not notice me. I'm convinced he was a rift in time from the 1700s. He looked like he was made of light, glowing, and 100% solid. The only solid one I've ever seen in my life. It didn't scare me or feel ghostly. It felt like time just went backwards. It was a completely different feeling to what I'd experienced before. It's weird to me, though, that both he and my mum hear them talking without moving their mouths. The times we've seen full-body apparitions, it's loud, too. There's no mistaking it. I'll usually hear things more often than see them, though. I've heard people calling for a nurse multiple times in empty rooms over my years in hospitals. Your ghost stories. Your ghost stories. And there we have it. Thank you for everyone that submitted their story. And thank you so much for listening. Let's turn this podcast into a two-way conversation. So come and find us on social media with the tag at Your Ghost Stories Podcast and let me know in the comments what was your favourite short story from this episode. Or alternatively, if you have any ideas for a great episode or a great guest, please let me know and I'll do my best to make it happen. Over the past few weeks, I've been compiling a huge list of guests to reach out to. So 2024 is shaping up to be an amazing year for your ghost stories. I can't wait to continue to expand and grow this podcast with your help and support. This is the last show of 2023. So I guess I'll see you all in 2024. Happy New Year, my friends, and sleep tight. Thank <music> you.